Amen. Well, I tell you what, uh, it's always something good to share out of God's word. Amen. You know, sometimes it's uh, it's encouraging, sometimes it's correcting, but it's all good. Amen. And but as I go and try to speak with people from time to time, and I look in the mirror myself, I go, man, where do I fit into this puzzle? You ever feel like that? So today's title is called Your Piece of the Puzzle. I believe through going through God's word and just leaning on the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit that he's going to show us our piece of the puzzle, all right? You know, there's so many things going on. Life can be overwhelming at times, amen? It can be overwhelming. There's so many demands on us, you know, the things to keep up with. I start thinking about a few. You know, you got to make a living. You, you, sometimes you're going to school. you got to go to work. you got to pay the bills. you got to do that. You know, you got relationships that you maintain, right? It takes a little energy in a relationship, right? Sometimes, it's, you know, a lot of times people think it's 50-50, but I always say sometimes it's 99-1. Anybody married, say amen. All right, yeah. My wife said amen twice. Absolutely. But, you know, there's, there's always things that we can invest our time in. But the best thing we can invest in is our relationship with the Lord. Amen? Can I get it? That's a good place to say amen. I mean, you cannot come up short putting time in with Jesus, amen? Hey, he's the only one I know that pays eternal dividends, all right? You can look all around, you're not going to find a better deal than that. But it's often hard to find how we fit into the master plan of life sometimes. And so, you know, when I was thinking about this, this piece of the puzzle, I thought about when I was little, I used to love to visit my grandmother. And one of the things my grandma always did, she had a little card table that she would sit beside the TV because she couldn't block the TV. My granddad, I don't know why, he must, what is it, near side, far side, when you see better far away? He would stay in the kitchen and watch TV, and she would be in the living room. But they was married 53, 56 years. Maybe there's something. Maybe I should be picking up on something. That I don't know what the deal was. But that did good, you know? And so my grandma would always have this little card table. And it seems like every time we would visit, she would have a puzzle she was working on. And, you know, she'd try to, come on, buddy, leave us do this. I'm thinking, I don't want to do that. Let's throw Frisbee. You know what I mean? And, but see, the thing that I, I find out now as I look at stuff, she, she could just sit there and just take her time to do that. She was so patient because she knew each piece of the puzzle was unique. She was looking at the finished product, see? Does that sound like anybody we know? Guys looking at the finished product in your life, amen? And I, I got to thinking about that. But she'd just be so patient and, and she would look at that and she could see the uniqueness and the special purpose for each piece of that puzzle in the grand scheme of things, amen? That's our life. I hope we can plug into that today. And sometimes it's hard to visualize just how our piece of the puzzle fits. And it's hard sometimes maybe to even see our value. You know, sometimes we think, what am I bringing to the table? What am I bringing to the table? Well, I tell you what, you're bringing a lot to the table because God said you're worth it. Amen? God said you're worth it. How much? This much right here on the cross. Amen? You're missing. And so sometimes it's even hard to, to, to see maybe or fail to see someone else's piece and how it works. See, a lot of times when we look at somebody else's life and they go, man, I, you ought to just do this. Or you ought to just do that. But you haven't walked where they walked, amen? And everybody's growing at different levels and different times and things like that. So it's great when we can encourage one another in the Lord. Instead of start trying to shave their piece of the puzzle down, right? But they were, oh, surely you must be a corner. Let's just cut this off. Well, you know what? I know this, that God makes us unique. He makes us in his image. And he knows exactly where we need to plug in. And I'm so thankful for everybody that's, that comes here. I know we got several people out. we got several people sick. And I, I ask you to remember your brothers and sisters in the Lord uh, in prayer for safe travel and also for healing to the bodies. But, you know, well, as I look at this, I said, you know, regardless of, of what piece of the puzzle we look at, you know, um, we can have a negative or a positive effect on the whole picture. Amen? Getting close to home now. Y'all see where this is unpacking, don't you? 
And so we can even be negative or positive, but how many times do you ever think about having an eternal impact? Think back in your life. Maybe it was somebody that invited you to church. Maybe it was somebody that just encouraged you in the Lord. You know, a lot of times we think we got to do this big, super-duper thing to help somebody out. Maybe it's just listening. Maybe it's just encouraging them. Maybe it's helping them to find what's right in their life instead of pointing out everything is wrong. Amen? Because you know what? I can find a lot of people who help me pick out every little thing in my life that's just not where they think it's supposed to be. But God is graciously molding us into the image of His dear Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? By His hands of grace and His love. And so today, I pray that that's what we can do. And I was thinking about this. I said, as our children of God, we carry the greatest message known to man. It's life. It's freedom. It's Jesus. Amen. Now, I say this a lot because I, I, I got a professional shopper at my house. Thank the Lord she's a bargain babe. Yes. But let me tell you, when Denise gets a sale, she wants to tell everybody. When she gets a good deal, do you like to share that with your friends, right? Well, how much more should we be telling people about Jesus Christ? I mean, we ought to be excited about that, right? People say, man, you act like you know him. I said, I do. I do. Yeah. And, you, you know, and so a lot of times people say, man, you really get excited about the Lord. I do. And I tell you what, it also equally breaks my heart when somebody doesn't know the Lord. Because as a believer in Christ, I know what they're missing out on. Now, let me just tell you this. Everyone sitting here can relate to this. Because we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, does that mean we never go through a tough time? No, not at all. But it means you don't go through it alone. Amen. It means that God will never leave us or forsake us. God continues to pour grace into us and over us and walk us through this journey. Because how many know this? The destination is secure in Jesus. Amen. Aren't you glad? If you really realize that and start to understand that as you walk, even when you walk through the tough times, it's going to be okay because God's got the master plan. Amen. Sometimes we just got to figure out, Lord, where do I fit into this puzzle? Where do I fit into this puzzle? And guess what? Sometimes I think maybe we fit into the puzzle maybe over here for a while. And God says, you know what? Now that, that things have molded a little bit, now I'm going to put you over here for a while. Some things are for a season, right? As we grow and God teaches us and we learn and we're discipled in the word of God and the grace of God and the love of God, God continues to still mold us. Amen. How many know it's a good thing to be moldable? It is. Because we don't want to get all rigid and say, no, this is it. This is it for me. You know, I can give you, I can tell you that I thought I had the master plan when God called me to the ministry. I thought, oh, good, I'm going to be the guitar guy. I got it. Cool. Got it. I do guitar. I play guitar for Jesus. And I still do. And I love that. But he said, no, I'm going to stretch you a little bit more. I didn't give you that big mouth for nothing. I thought I told you that. I thought somebody would laugh. You notice how my family laughed first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was different. I watched it. <laughs> But you know what? Hey, if he's given it to you, use it for the glory of God. Use it for singing praises. Use it for uplifting people. Use it for encouraging people. Lifting people up, not tearing people down. That's what I pray today. When people come in here, they say, you know what? Man, that little church, they got a lot of love. You know what? That little church, they, they love me right where I'm at. Exactly. Because you know what? That's what I see God does for us. And we want to be a mirror of Christ. Amen. So, not only that, we know that sometimes there's some negative influence. We know that we desire to be a positive influence. And we know when we speak the word of God, we can what? Have eternal influence. Amen? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I was looking at this. I said, you know, your piece of the puzzle counts. I talk to people over and over and over. And they think, I just don't fit in. I just don't belong. Where's my piece of the puzzle? And sometimes it's kind of tough to find sometimes. Because we want our piece of the puzzle 
to look like Scott's or Sonny's or Tiny's or somebody. You see what I'm saying? Well, my puzzle piece of puzzle should look just like hers or his. Your piece of the puzzle is unique. How many know that uniqueness is good? Amen? I'm thanking the Lord for that because I know that that is a great thing. You know? But you know what? As we come together, I also, y'all hear me say this like spokes in the wheel for Jesus. As we come together and strengthen one another with your talent, talents and your time and your wisdom and your knowledge and your grace and your mercy, guess what happens? That this starts to, 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 to make that puzzle piece come alive. And I believe when we come together in the unity of Christ, with Christ in the center, you know what? We have a beautiful picture of mosaic. And when it's all together, we get to see the great reflection of Christ. That's what I pray. That's what I pray for each one of us, for our families, at our job. Hey, you know what? You might be the only piece of the Jesus puzzle at your work. But you know what? God will bring somebody else to plug in with you. And sometimes, you know what? I'm just going to go on a little side rail here. Sometimes we, we think about our jobs. Most people working, right? Few people retire, but you put your time in, right? So you know what? Everybody can kind of understand that. And sometimes we like our jobs. Sometimes, we, you know, it's difficult. But I'm going to tell you what. God knows exactly where you are, right? And maybe God just leaves you there long enough so he can work a few things out of you or into you or from you into somebody else. Amen. You ever thought about that? Man, how much longer? What am I going to do? I thought I was going to get that promotion. I already, you know, whatever the case is, you know. And we're looking. Why did I get a raise? I didn't get a raise. Well, maybe God's still teaching you something there. Amen. But I want to tell you what. We can have negative, positive, or eternal influence on folks. Amen. And I pray today that this is a positive message for you. Amen. Well, let's take a look. If you've got your Bibles with you, I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. If you didn't bring them today, we always keep it up on the screen. I'm going to pull out a few selected verses from Colossians in chapter 3. Let's take a look at the starting verse 10. It says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Man, I said, look at this here. I, I, I wrote in my notes, buddy, read this slow so I don't mess it up. And I said this. I said, you're a piece of the puzzle count, right? I said, you help make the masterpiece the master's piece. You see what I'm saying? I want to read it again. You help make the masterpiece the master's piece, amen? As we are, are moldable and we stay in the hands of God, amen? But you know what? We have a choice on how we're going to impact lives. So look at this. What does he tell us here? What is Paul saying to the Colossian church? He said, put on your new nature, amen? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, right? Always passed away, behold, the new has come. He sets us in the family. By grace we are saved through faith, not that of himself, but it's a gift to God. When we come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and realize our sin nature separates us from an awesome and powerful holy God. But the love of God came to us through the person of Jesus Christ and brought us back, amen, into the family. All we got to do to receive is say, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm putting my faith and trust in the finished work of Christ. How many people know that people try to make that hard? People try to make that hard. They try to live up to it. They try to get pretty enough. They try to, to do all these things. But here's the truth of the matter is this. Is that he says, what must I do to be saved? Believe. Just believe. Put your faith and trust in that. And we're going to unpack that a little more. But I'm going to tell you what. Jesus Christ did the hard part. And he did it out of love. And he finished it. Amen. Yeah, I, man, this side note. How many know when you do a job, you ought to finish it? Amen. Amen. And so did God leave anything undone on the cross? None. Right? So who is our role model? Jesus. So when I do something, I want to finish it. I want to see it through. Right? That's just a good work ethic. Right? But also as we walk this thing out, 
Remember that the finished work of the cross has been completed for you. Amen. So we're not trying to earn anything. We're walking in it through the grace of God. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So let's take a look at this again. We put on our new nature and be renewed as you learn. That sounds like discipleship, doesn't it? So like we need to learn who we are in Christ, amen? We're always something that God wants to show us, teach us, give us wisdom in areas, amen? You know, one of my favorite scriptures is in Romans 12, 2. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? We're saved, but our brains still need a little work, doesn't it? Because our spirit's been saved. Boom, gotcha. Jesus said, I gotcha. But this old flesh still wants to do the old things. It still thinks the same way. So what does he say? Put on your new nature. Be renewed as you what? Learn to know your creator. How are you going to know God better? Spend some time with him. Read his word. Look to Jesus. Look to the word. Amen. God and his word are not going to be separate. They're going to be the same. Amen. Well, buddy, why do you put so many references up there? Because I want you to get the fullness of what God has for you. I want you to see God through the scriptures, the living and breathing oh, Savior Jesus Christ coming to meet you right where you are. Aren't you glad God comes to meet you right where you are? You don't have to climb a ladder. You don't have to go down a road. You don't have to go to a certain church. You don't have to do any of those things. God will meet you right where you are. How many know that this is a divine appointment right here? A divine appointment. He said, oh, I was just going to stop by. I've been thinking about going, no, I'm glad you're here. Because I believe today's message is timely. Amen. We seek the Lord every day, every week about the messages that, that the Lord gives us. And you know what's kind of unique is, I usually don't preach in series. You know, we'll, we'll take that and, and hack it out. And that's a great thing too. But what I started looking at last night as I was preaching to the couch, as y'all know, every Saturday night you can find me preaching to the couch and going over this, that the last several messages have been really woven together about thankfulness and gratefulness and all these things. God's working all the time. So even though I'm only chewing a piece of the puzzle or putting a piece of the puzzle in at a time, he's got the master plan. Are you glad God's got the master plan? Are you in the master's hand? I pray that we are. Well, let's keep on rolling here. Everybody doing good? I'm going to read this last part. And become like him. How many can use a little bit more dose of Jesus, right? Amen. Less of me and more of him. That's what I'm talking about. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. Everybody looking good. Now, if you got your notes, I've got a few things you can take down, uh, but we're going to roll on. So what are we going to start with first? Let's start with the negative. All right? Here we go. Everybody, got a, everybody can answer this. Do you know any negative people? Do not point. Do you know any negative people? Oh, come on now. You know somebody negative. <laughs> yeah, man. We know somebody negative. Sometimes it's a guy in the mirror, isn't it? You didn't have to say that real fast, Grandma. She's like, no, but you know what? It, it, I think we all know some negative people. And I said, what do negative people produce? Negativity. Right? Negativity, man. And, and before you know it, guess what? They produce more negative people. And it's pretty amazing if you're not careful, you start wearing, that starts wearing off on you. I remember years ago when I first started work where I'm, where I'm at and been out there, gosh, 30 some years now. And uh, I worked with a bunch of older guys and that's okay because I'm an older guy now. But I was really young. I was like 18 years old. And these guys were retired and they'd seen a few things. And you could learn a lot from folks, right? But you could pick up a lot of things from folks too that maybe you ought to lay down. And man, they were just negative. And I was so happy to have the job. Man, I said, man, this is a great job. I would just come on and say, man, this is, this is a great job. Man. This is a good job. They said, where do you work? I work over here. This is a great job. In about six months of hanging out with negative Ned and negative Fred, I said, man, they ought to pay me more. 
I can't believe I want to get this much vacation. And I look around, people say, you get how much vacation? So you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep that all in tune to what's going on. But if you're not careful, what I say so many times, you don't drift on course, you drift off course. What are you aiming for? I'm aiming to walk like Jesus. But I can't do it in my own strength and he doesn't expect us to. That's why he gives us his spirit, all right? Well, let's keep on going. So what happens is this, man. When I look at this, I said, you know, we start, we start uh, kind of leaning into what everybody else is doing here. Next thing you know, we're one of the negative Neds or negative Freds or negative Nancy. I don't want to leave anybody out, right? And I said, you start to become a new member of the pity party. Have you ever noticed that? You, just, you don't realize that at first you just start creeping in. You start creeping in, boy. And then your lip goes from here to this big old shark. Just like that. And then you start looking around. I said, you know what? Misery loves company. But that's not the type of company I want to keep. Because if you get away from that for a while. And you come back. See, what happened was. What I really saw to that. I had a good friend of mine go, man, what's up with you? I said, what? Why? Like a barking dog, man. Why? I said, man, you always happy go lucky. But here lately, you just seem like a. Don't you like your job? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> work with someone like, yeah. But I started, as my, as my friend said, hey man, you need to check this situation. Oh my gosh, that's not where I want to be. So what, is, what did I say? Misery loves company, but that's not the kind of company you want to keep. Amen? Well, let's keep on rolling. So what do you got to do in those situations? You got to guard your heart. Somebody say guard your heart. Absolutely. I said we have to be diligent in guarding our hearts. What you feed on is what you'll fill up on and which will soon produce the same results. Negativity is poison for your soul. Amen? I'm going to prove that point right here. I said, next time you're around someone negative, ask them how they feel today. Huh? You better go ahead and, get, get, you better go ahead and start writing shorthand. Hey, man, how you doing? See, we start at, at, at my uh, job, we start kind of early, around 6, 6.30. And people get mad if you're happy that early. I don't know what to do with this. Because I'm going Oh, he's here. There he is. Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Hey, hey, I'm telling you the truth. But, and, 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 uh, this one guy said, come here. I said, yeah. Why do you got to be so loud in the morning? I said, I'm happy to be alive. That's why. You know? I said, go get some more coffee. Now, after about three cups of coffee, he's right there with you. Yeah. Okay. But man, before that third cup of coffee, man, it's just like, Back away, brother, back away. But you know, I, I just kind of keep loving them where they're at. And I know I can be just a little loud sometimes. <laughs> Amen to that. But so, you know, I started looking around. And then we'll list those problems, man, and, and just dwell in it. Now, how many know if you speak enough negativity, your, your brain hears that? What happens? Your body starts like, shutting down, shutting down, shutting down, shutting down. You know? It's just the way it works. If you keep talking about it, guess what? You're just giving birth to it. How many know that we, the power, what does it say in the Bible? That the power of life and death are in our tongue. Watch what you're speaking, right? Watch what you speak because you start setting the course of your faith in your feet. And the next thing you know, man, you're over here, everything's negative. The, I, I'm not saying just, oh, everything's peachy, everything's good, and nothing's going wrong. But I'm going to tell you what. Let's choose to look through the lens of God's Word 
And let's choose to see the positive of what Jesus Christ has done in our life. And let's remember we're not in this thing alone. Amen. You see where I'm coming from? And the next thing you'll know, you'll start looking up a little bit higher and raise your eyes a little bit higher and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And let me tell you something else. You think you got it bad? Go talk to somebody else that's going through a situation. We do some hospital visits from time to time. Let me tell you, things can change in an instant. You're usually about one phone call away from what happened. Amen? You know, a wreck or this or that, anything. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it, and it's not for just old folks. It's young folks and everybody in between. Because right? there's always something going on. I was riding home yesterday. And I was riding, riding back from my mom's. I was on my motorcycle. And how many people that ride a motorcycle knows your neck got to go like this? Look like that little dog in the back of the car when you were growing up. You better be watching, watching. I'm getting dizzy from that. But anyway, you gotta, you gotta be watching. I'm almost home, right in front of Metro. And evidently, somebody liked my lane a whole lot better than I did. Because they was coming over. So I slowed down. And the lady in front of me slowed down. And this car just went, I guess they needed gas, or they needed a soda, or something. But it just came straight on over. That's how fast things can happen. And so today, I hope that we look and focus on the positive. Amen. But so many times, we just speak this over and over, and then we wonder why things are going like they are in our life. We wonder why we feel so bad. We wonder why, oh, we just can't get past that. And you're also struggling. How come nobody wants to hang out with me? What? Because you're negative. That's why. How you doing? Well, your hair looks nice. Well, I don't know how I was going to do this. Hey, I really like your car. Yeah, but it's got a scratch on it. I mean, every single thing. Come on. I got to tell you this story. The guy I worked with just retired. And it, it, was, it started to get comical. Because when somebody get a new car or something, I said, oh, here he goes. My boy didn't let me I said, oh, he's got, I, I was sitting there. And I said, wow, here he goes. Here he goes. I said, here he goes. Negative dead. Is that dead? He kicked that thing a little bit. From How much you pay for that? You know what I did? I said, just enough to get it. He didn't know what to do with that. How much you pay for that? I said, just enough to get it. Well, you know that this year, this year, this year, they should have had this and you should have done that. I said, well, maybe next time before I go, I ought to see how much you want to put in on it. And then we'll get the one you want. Because that's the one I want. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's crazy. Well, it's not just me. Later on, he'll turn around and come out and sit at the table. I got to tell you this story. I got to tell you this story. So, just how negative. See, see where I work at? They will fix your negativity, Okay. So when we're, when we're running the test, we're running the tunnel, we've got to have somebody outside and make sure everything's good. Well, my buddy would go outside, and he went to one of the guys' uh, vehicles, and he just put the tailgate down. He's smoking a cigarette, watching, he's got a radio, everything's going, yeah, yeah, So I didn't know this. The next day, these are the guys I work with, let me tell you. The guys I work with. My buddy gets here early. He said, you see such and such? I said, no. He said, I got something for him today. He said, he really did me in. And so... I said, what's up? So my buddy gets here. I'll tell you, Larry. My buddy Larry gets here. And he says, uh, hey, man, uh, didn't you go outside here with the safety watch yesterday? Yeah. He said, were you sitting on the tailgate? He goes, yeah, but when I shut it back. He said, well, when I was leaving the base, I went over a speed bump, and the thing fell down and hit the front of this guy's Mercedes and tore the front of it up. What, Bubba? And I'm going, No. Guess what? I didn't know what was happening. I'm going to like, Oh my God. He said, yeah. And now, the, 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 they call the police and everything. Oh, he's just, he's just laying it on. He's laying it on thick. 
My buddy now, he's like, I can smoke a cigarette. Well, I'm going, man, I can't believe that. Isn't that something? He goes, they didn't have them. I'm dispensable. I'm going to break them. <laughs> he said, I said, what? He said, watch this. And the guy said, he said, uh, look, I don't think it's right for me to have to pay for this. And my buddy was going, yeah. I mean, I did sit on it. But, uh, but man, I really shut that thing. He's just going, 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 going. I mean, he's sweating. And now that I know, I'm going, <laughs> I'm the I'm doing, I'm doing the Christian thing. I'm just laughing along, right? <laughs> and then I go, you know, you want to time. I think that's funny. <laughs> but again, right? So they go on and go on and go on and go on. You know what he did? He even went home and took the tailgate off his truck and brought it up. So when he got there, he said, I noticed you didn't have the tailgate. Yeah, he's stuck in that guy's uh, hood on his Mercedes. He's a pilot from over there in Atlanta. He, lives, he had the whole story rehearsed. My buddy was like, oh, man. Oh, did I have to tell you he's tied his bark on the tree? So when he thought he had to give up something, it was all over. He since retired. But I want to tell you, when they finally told him, I was just messing with you. He said, why? Why are you always so negative? I'm not. <laughs> he wasn't anymore. Let me tell you, amen. I just threw that side note in there. They cured him of that real fast, right? But they had him going. Because he would always find something wrong with something. He would always see something wrong with something. Always, 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 always. And my buddy got tired of it. He said, I'm going to fix it. Right? Sometimes it's just those drastic measures that just got to jerk your chain. I'm not saying take your tailgate off when you go home and, and blame it on your neighbor. But I will tell you, people get tired of that. Amen? People get tired of hearing that all the time. Well, you know what? I'm going to move on. That was not in the notes. That was a freebie. Let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. All right. Let's take a look at God's Word. Amen? Colossians 3, 7. You used to do these things when, when your life was still part of the world. Of the, I'm going to read off this. I can't see the side it says, you used to do these things when your life was still part of this world, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice, behavior, slander, and dirty language. I should have probably read that first one. I told the story. So. Anyway, don't lie to each other. It's okay, Lord. I got it. I got it, Lord. All right, a little conviction right here. For you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. All its wicked deeds. I said, see, a negative attitude still dwells in the world, not in the ways of the Lord. It just does. I said, you can't be charged up on Christ and be negative, Ned and Nancy. You're going to have some bumps and bruises in your life. You're going to have some detours. You're going to have some setbacks. But you know what? We've got to keep looking up and keep on going. Let's go back here, right? Let's keep moving. You don't have to get stuck in the rut along the way. Verse 8 again. I said, do any of these things glorify God? Let's go back to it. What does it say? But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice, behavior, slander, and dirty language, all that stuff. Does any of that glorify God? Does any of that make you feel better? Oh, my goodness. I thought about this last night. I said, you know, it, that's, that's one thing I, I, I see that the Lord, when I first got saved, the Lord said, you got to work on that language. I didn't even know I spoke so bad because everybody I hung out with spoke the same way. And then I met my wife. And she didn't talk that way. And I would say something, she would go, <coughs> I never forget. She said, there's got to be at least 50,000 words you can use beside that. I go, okay. Lord, you got to help me because I, I don't, I didn't even know I was talk like that. You know? And guess what? He has, he has, he has. As we go on. But you know what? That's, that's God working from the inside out. So take a look at this. Now, how many know about being negative and, and angry? Anybody ever get angry? Upset? All right, I'm going to pray for y'all. 
Okay? No, not the ones that hold their hand, but the ones that didn't hold their hand up. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> but you know what? When you get angry, I don't even like me. You know what? Anybody like going on a diet? I didn't see a hand anywhere. Man, I am not a good, I'm not a good diet. I start one all the time. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, I'm done. But you know what? I could find out about day one. <laughs> I mean, my family is like begging me to eat. We don't like you, Pop, when you don't eat. But no, I got to cut down. I got to cut down. I got to cut down. And I get, then you start slinging stuff. You know, you pick up something. You look at all the Look at all the calories, put them back down, all this stuff, different things like that. And I started looking at I mean, I was like, I don't even like me when I'm dying. I get all upset when you get mad about something or whatever, what happens? Blood pressure starts pumping. Food don't taste good. Nobody wants to be around you. Your dog, you go, whoop. And you're like, oh, what's going on over there? Does that happen to anybody else? Good, both of you. Right. I think it happens all of us at times. But you know what? When I see through that, I go, man, Lord, you know, you got to help me with this situation. Whether it's dieting, whether it's responding to my family, whether whatever. You know, that a lot of times we just can't do it on our own. Matter of fact, most of the time we can't do it on our own. There's pieces of the puzzle that we can plug in, but I'm going to tell you what, the glue that holds them together is the relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. That was my child breaking time. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we just keep the light around here, don't we? So I said, look at this. I said, you know what, man? Look at this. I said, the food doesn't taste good or anything else. I said, but I said, as we go through, I said, we have to strip off the old and fill up on the new. We have to be, have to have a piece of the puzzle to insert. Everybody's got a piece of puzzle to insert. And I said, we have something to bring to the table. Listen to this. I say this a lot, right? And it's not something I made. I've heard it years ago, and it's so true. Don't be part of the problem. Strive to be part of the solution. Amen. If we really kept that far, because how many people, when you're working on something, you can start finding out, man, oh, and somebody can come, man, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. All these things that you don't have. I mean, a lot of times at work, you don't have all the resources that maybe you used to have. Things are getting tight, right? At home, sometimes you don't have all the resources that maybe you want to have or that you need. But you have all you need in Christ, amen? He'll, he'll see us through. Let's keep on going. We want to be a part of the solution. I'm here to say amen. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. Well, let's look to the positive. That's where we wanted to get anyway, right? We're going to do it. Positive, positive. Here we go. Let's read a little bit of the Word. Colossians 3.10 says this. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. That's where we started out. I said we learn from knowing the Creator better. Amen. We learn from spending time with the Lord. And I can tell you this. It makes all the difference. Can you tell the difference in your life when you're pursuing God and when you're not? When you're spending time with God and when you're not. When you're reading a little bit of Word, and when you're not. And when you're praying, and when you're not. And when you miss a week of church, then you make another, then the next week you miss. And if you miss two weeks, then you're like, well, whatever. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's all of us. We have to continue to just plug into what God's got going on. I know that, you know, spending and pursuing time with God is, is a vital part of our life, amen? It's our lifeline. And when we start seeing it like that, we'll start pursuing it like that. I talk to people all the time. Hey, man, I'm gonna get, I, I, if I had a half a penny for everybody that's coming to this church, go, coming, going to one day, they would have stretch marks on these walls. And it's funny because I never ask anybody. I say, hey, you know, this is what we're doing or whatever like that. I don't say, where you at? I don't put you in a chicken foot, you know. But you go and they turn around and, and it's like, hey, man, 
I'm going to get there. I got this one more project. And I got, you're always going to have another project. And it's not about coming to see me. I want you to come wherever you go that they're preaching the word, that you get in the hearing of God's word. If you don't come here, that's okay. We still want to love you. The door's open. It swings both ways. Come anytime you want. But be somewhere that they're preaching and teaching God's word. Because you know what? What does it say? Put on your new nature. And be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. We want to be a mirror of Christ. Amen. We want to build up, not tear down. We want to be able to, to refresh ourselves in the Lord. Read his promises. Claim his promises. Know, know his promises. Amen. You can't know the promises of God with the Bible shut. Amen. You need to keep it open. That's why we love to have discipleship throughout the week. That's why we pass out the daily visit and encourage you every day. That's why we put things out through Facebook, encouraging here and there. Hey, that's why you have an opportunity to, to contact us through KTP uh, Prayer. And, and we want to be there to encourage you. And guess what? We as the home team as well, we need a little encouragement every now and then too. Amen? Amen. Amen. It doesn't hurt. And I appreciate all the encouragement. Let's keep on rolling. And keep on rolling. Here we go. Verse 12 says, since God chose you to be holy people, uh, he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender heart and mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults. Oh, amen. And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Let's take a look at that. I said, you know, just like when you wake up in the morning, you put your clothes on, amen. That's how he wants us to clothe ourselves with, with the, the righteousness of Christ, amen. How many arguments do you think? That it would stop if we put on that each morning. Tenderheartedness, mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. You think that might defuse a few things in our situation? I believe it would. Because when you're bringing that light into the darkness, guess what's going to happen to the darkness? Darkness is going to flee. So let's be the light of the world that he says we can be walking that path, right? Let's keep on rolling here. What else do we got? I said, you know... I want to read this next thing right here. No, I'm going to pick this apart a little bit. I said, you know what? When I look at this, I said, make allowances for each other's fault and forgive everyone who offends you. You could just read it real quick and you say, buddy, you have no idea what somebody's done to me. You're right. But God does. God forgave you all your sin when you came to Jesus. Amen. He paid the price for all the sin. And I just want to encourage you. This is how God shows me how I need to be a more forgiving person. And yes, I still have to work on it. Amen. And yes, I might not have been through some of the things you've been through. You might not have been through some of the things that I have. I'm not minimizing anybody's hurt. But what I do want to maximize is what God's word says and what he'll do for us. Amen. It's hard to not forgive when you really understand how much you've been forgiven. Does that make sense? When I think about how much God has forgiven me, not just here, way back when, not just today, but all the way to the end of time, he said, you're forgiven. Wow. You mean I got a license to do whatever I want? Nope, you missed what I said. I'm saying that sin has already been dealt with and finished with on the cross, amen. And God is wanting us to renew our minds and he wants us to know him better so we walk like Christ and we model Christ and we mirror Christ. And when we miss it, get back in the game, put our eyes back on the Lord and keep on rolling, amen. That's about as positive as you can get because God will not leave you, amen. Let's keep on rolling. So I look at this. I said, you know what? So many times we want to just pick and choose. Right? We just want to pick and choose. I can do that too. But I know that, that the gospel is not a pick and choose gospel. Amen? I said, you know, if, if we are walking with the Lord, we should be walking in love. And yes, sometimes it's difficult. But through the power of the Holy Spirit in us, it's totally possible. I said, God doesn't call us to do anything that's impossible. 
because nothing is impossible for God. Amen. I was, I was somebody sent me a link to a guy that used to be a rock and roller uh, in a big time band. If I told you the name of it, well, I'm the band Creed, you know, real heavy stuff. And I, I don't follow all that stuff, but uh, somebody said you need to listen to this this guy's new CD. Well, in the midst of all the things going on in his life, he grew up in church. I don't want to take too much time, but this is an amazing story because this is what happens to us. His grandfather told him about a loving God. And he was walking that out, a loving God. His mother remarried, and the man was very strict, very religious, very, do this or this comes off, do this. Or, said that he was one time, I think he was late five minutes coming home. They fed him in his room for 30 days, sliding food on there. He'd have to write, I'm just telling you what the, what, what the uh, not the article, but when he's talking, he said something about it. The interview, I'm sorry. And he said, uh, you know, he, the, the man was just about rules, about rules, about rules, about you broke the rule, you broke the rule, you broke the rule. And so as a young man, he goes, what God is this? Is it a God of love or is it a God of, of beating me down? So he had a really mixed thing about this. And as time goes by, he gets out on his own, so he rebels and he's doing drugs and he's doing all these different things. And he had failed marriage, he had a young child. He's still, he's got all the band, uh, with a gold, platinum, everything, you know, all these things. And he's getting on drugs and alcohol and all these things. And he gets in a motel room and it gets to a point that he, he thinks the police are after everything. He runs and jumps out the window, falls 40 feet onto like this little thing that catches pigeons and everything. He's got in, in, in pigeon mess, everything. He's laying there and they rush him to the hospital. But meanwhile, listen to this. Meanwhile, prior to this, he had met a young lady that was plugged in with the Lord. She was a Christian. Her and her mother was, was really just loving him. Amen? I can relate to this. Woo! So, he's going and he's trying to walk this out on his own. He loves this woman. He knows he's not doing right, but I'm going to do it. But he can't. How many of you can't do it on your own? You can't do it on your own. He's trying everything, man. He loves this lady. He knows he's not doing right, but he's struggling. And in the interview, he says, when I wake up in the hospital, he says, I thought I saw two angels. He said, well, I think they really are. Which is now his mother-in-law and his wife. And they were wiping the blood off his feet. And all the pigeon mess and everything else. And they were praying over him. And that's the day the Lord really showed up in his life. And from there, he walked away from a lot of things of the world. But he's walking in things of the word. He said, I ain't got it all figured out. But the, the things that God is doing through that man now, he's giving him a platform now. It's, a, it's amazing. Sometimes we think, man, okay, I'm just going to be better. You can only be so good. We need to be perfect, right? How do we perfect it? In the blood of Jesus Christ. You hear what I'm saying? It's all about him. Just a little side note. That's some positive good news, ain't it? I can try to do behavior modification and don't do this and don't do that and just do this and everything else. But guess what? It's rigid and I can't do it on my own. I need more strength. I can't do it. But when it comes from a loving relationship, it flows just, just freely because I desire to do that and God's inspired me to do that. And God has given me the desire to do those things because he now lives in me. Does that mean you never blow it again? No. But you take it a step at a time, a day at a time. And one of the things that God was talking about in his life, he was interviewing him and I thought it was really neat. He says, you know, he was in a, a rehab thing and they were talking to him about Christ. And he said, and I thought this was amazing. He said, somebody told him, man, why don't you just write a book? He said, write a book? I want to 
He said, just start with the day you were born. And he started that. I, I challenge us maybe to look at that. Where we were, where we are, where we're gone. And what, he, what I thought was really amazing, and as I was praying about that, the Lord kind of enlightened me a little bit more, put it into these words here. Sometimes in the story, who writes the story of our life? We do, don't we? We really do. We, we, we pick and choose, right? And I thought, you know what? I said, each word on that page could be like a minute in our life. Each sentence could be like an hour. Each paragraph a day. And go on. And I thought, each chapter is like a season in our life. But when you flip over, how come sometimes chapter one doesn't, you never knew when you got to chapter five, it turned out like that, right? When you read the book. It's not over yet. So I want to encourage you today to allow God to help you write the story of your life. Rely on Him for each word, for each task, for each piece of forgiveness we need to receive and each piece of forgiveness that we need to give. Because I'm going to tell you, it is an amazing story that God's writing in your life. You're a beautiful piece of the puzzle. And I just want you to know that that's a positive thing. Amen? Let's keep on going. Above all, clothe yourself with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Man, isn't that the truth? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I said, look at this here. So many times we try to make it on our own. So many times we try to make it about something else. But clothe yourself with love. Love conquers all, amen? God's love is amazing. And it's also unconditional, amen? Unconditional, no condition. Let's keep on rolling. Verse 15 says this. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. We just talked about being thankful a week or so ago. Are you thankful for what God's been doing? I said, you know what I found in my life? When the peace of God is ruling in my life, it takes the sting out of the world. You ever notice that in your life? Anybody been through a tough time? Everybody in here been through a tough time. And let me tell you, you can go through a tough time with God or you can go through a tough time without God. I think I'm going to go with God. Amen. You know, if you ever, I, I haven't been through some of the things people have been through, but I'm going to tell you what, whatever the problem is, when it's on your porch, it's big and it's real. Amen. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm going to share something with you guys I don't think I've ever shared with anybody except a close uh, few friends. Um, I got married real early. This is a second marriage for me. I turned 18 in January. I got married in March and, moved, uh, and, and graduated in June. When I was in high school, I was working, living. Uh, I had an apartment. I had a, a wife. I had all those things. And guess what? I didn't have to get married. I just thought that's what I wanted to do. I was married eight and a half years and things went bad. Real bad. Had to buy my house back. All those different things and all those different things. And guess what? It was not fun. I worked two jobs most of my life. Still work two jobs. But it's okay. Those are my choices. I'm going to get to the good part. That had a real negative effect on me. Right? And I know that it takes two. Amen? But I remember being at my house in number nine Woodburn Drive in Fox Hill. And I'm like, man, this has got to go. You know, I went from living with my mom to living with my wife. Now I'm on my own. That's a little different, right? I'm trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. I'm trying to do bills. I'm trying to keep my house. I'm working this. I'm doing this. I'm working overtime. I'm trying to do this. I don't even know what's going on, man. And I'm, and I'm hurt and I'm wounded and all these things are going on, all this stuff. And I go, God. I remember laying down, turn the, turn the light on in the living room. I'm sitting there and I'm praying. Now, I wasn't walking with Jesus like, like with a real relationship. I didn't know understand all that. 
But I'm telling you, God will reach you right where you are. This is my story. He can reveal himself to you any way he wants. This is not the point of Buddy. This is the point of Christ. And I laid there and I go, God, you got to do something. And I closed my eyes. And I'm going to tell you, right after that, I thought there was a windstorm and an electric storm in my body. And it started at my feet. And I heard the Lord say, look. And I go, no. And it was just, 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 man, the presence of God, just, I didn't know what it was then. I was just like, oh. Wasn't hurt. I was just so overwhelmed. Boom. Gone. That was it. I raised up in the bed. I was going, and my brain said, you fell asleep. And my spirit said, you didn't fall asleep. I said, I know I didn't fall asleep. I'm having this conversation. But you know what left me? That negativity. The negativity towards her, to my situation, everything else. I'd like to tell you that, that, that it changes like that all the time. You know what? I still find myself trying to go back to that. But I'm going to tell you, God met me right where I was at my lowest point at that time. How many know even that you can hit another low point? And another low point. Because I've had a few of them. Amen. But I'm going to tell you. When I hit those low points now. I think back about that day. I think back about that day. And I know. Uh, I was, uh, my dad was still living at the time. And he would always check on me. He's always where oh, man, He's going to get in trouble or something now. you know, Because I was angry. I didn't like that. You know. In my mind I did everything right. Isn't that crazy. Don't we think that? No. Not at all. But let me tell you, God met me when I was flat on my back calling on His name. And He'll do the same to you and the same for you. It might be a little different, but He's the same God. And He works in your situation like He needs to work in your situation. I'm one of these guys that need a billboard. And I'm thankful for God pouring over me. Did everything just stop? Everything, the birds start chirping? No. But He got me where I could walk to the next step and the next day. Different things. I remember seeing my dad at work the next day. He goes, hey, man, what's up? And he did talk like that. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? And I go, oh, I'm going to be all right. He says, yeah, I think you're going to be all right. See, sometimes when you walk on, you, you can tell when you turn that corner. But sometimes, man, that corner seems like it's up a hill. Sometimes you got to go around this way and everything else. I just thought that I needed to share that with somebody here today. I don't know who, what, whatever. Uh, kind of just being honest with you guys right there. And... Uh, I pray anytime that you know that we share something from our heart that we realize that people realize it's not to elevate us, it's only to elevate Christ. So I just want to leave you with that, and I'm one grateful guy that God will show up on your worst day. Amen? Amen. And guess what? You don't have to be your worst day. He shows up all the time. But maybe I just got my mouth shut long enough to hear him, and I'm grateful for that. Amen. So, you know, a lot of times people say, Oh, you never been through that. Well, you really don't know what somebody's been through. And that right there is nothing compared to some other folks. But like I said, when it's on your front porch. It's a big problem, amen? Let's keep on going. Let's see what else he's got there. 15, I want to read it again. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. I knew something about that peace that morning, that day, that evening. Because it's just like, just like that. God's peace is priceless, amen? And that's what Jesus Christ has bought for us, amen? So I'm going to keep on looking through here. I said, I'm going to get back into my notes here a little bit here. I said, you know what, when I'm looking at that, it takes the sting out of the world focus on what God's doing. I said, it allows me to focus on uh, pulling the positive out of the situation instead of rolling around in the negative. I want to encourage you today to find one positive thing in your situation. No matter how bad it is, find one positive thing. Lord, help me to find that positive thing. 
and then grow it in my life. Amen? Let's keep on going. And I want you to hear this here. I said, you know what? Every encounter you have bring forth an opportunity to leave the fingerprints of Christ on Every time we meet somebody, every time we do something, we have an opportunity for us to have an eternal effect on the piece of the puzzle. Amen. I don't know how it's going to work out today. I'm praying for each of us to have an encounter this day, this day, this week to touch somebody's life, to impact their life for Christ. Amen. Let's keep on going. We'll pick up some time here. A little eternal perspective. Everybody doing good? Good. All right. So it says right here, verse 16. We cut right through that chapter, aren't we? Let the message about Christ and all its riches fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God in thankful hearts. With thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Amen. We've got to stay eternal minded. Amen. We've got to look at the big picture. We're just passing through this place. This is not our home. We're just going, coming through here. Do you realize that your home is in heaven with your heavenly father? And how do we get there? How's it? There's only one way to his house. It's through Jesus Christ. Amen. Put your faith and trust in him. I said, you know what? As we do that, I said, as we remain eternal mind, I said, it starts to give us the fullness and the richness of what Christ is doing in our life becomes overflowing into other situations. When the love of the Lord is, is shed abroad on your heart, guess what? You won't share it. Just like, you know, hey, that's a good deal. You want to tell somebody? Let me tell you, when God touches your heart, you want to tell everybody. I don't mean beat them up. I don't mean put them in the chicken foot to tell them. I'm telling you what, be a mirror of Christ. And the next thing you know, people will start coming around you and say, hey, hey, man, what do you think about this situation? Hey, man, what do you think about this situation? You know what? Don't give them your best. Give them God's best. Go to the Lord. Amen. Encourage them in the Lord. Encourage them with the word of the Lord. Pray for them. Right? Well, I'm not real big on praying. Well, you know what? Just say, you know what? Lord, help me to, to, to speak the words over this, this person's life to encourage me. And you watch how God moves in that. I'm promising you. I'm promising you will. He does that all the time. I said, you're a container of Christ filled with the richness of his love and his forgiveness. I said, let's make a conscious effort to pour out the positive along the way today. Along the way today. See, you don't have to wait till next week. You don't have to wait till you get back to, to work. You can do that today. Maybe there's somebody here that just needs a hug before they leave. I don't know. I do how about that? I'll take one for you. Absolutely. Scott, take one too. I got one for you, bro. Amen. But you know, sometimes that's, you know, I got to say this real fast. I appreciate that. One of the questions on our homework the other day on Tuesday night, and I want to leave you with this question here for you guys to think about. Uh, one of the questions was, what do you most look forward to when you come face to face with Jesus? I knew my answer immediately. I, th- I think I know. I'm probably be face down worshiping. You know what my answer was? Hold me. Just hold me. That's I look forward to that. I just Lord, just wrap your arms around me and hold me. You know? That's so what is it that you look forward to? You don't have to answer now. But think about what do you look forward to when you see Jesus face to face? See a lot of times people say, well, I'm gonna ask him about this. I don't think so. <laughs> you know? I think you're gonna be going, wow. But my prayer is, Lord, wrap your loving arms around me. I just want to feel your love. That's a that's a side note, but that's a good question for the day. Amen. Let's keep on going through here. Everybody doing good? Here we go. I said, you can be the piece of the puzzle that brings the life-changing message to somebody. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, if we go back up in that, it says, sing songs to the Lord. I'm going to back up. It says here, look at the second part of that verse. It says, where does the wisdom come from? That's what I was asking. Where does the wisdom come from? It comes from Him. All the wisdom He gives. A lot of times you say, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, 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 I. But He does. 
See, I, I've said this many times. Every time I say I, usually a can't follows. But when I say he, a can't follows. He can do it. He can work it in our life. Don't count yourself out. Don't count your situation as if the door is going to be closed. Because if the world closes the door, God will open a window and allow you a way out. He will allow the sun to come in. Amen. He will allow the, the light to come in and chase away the darkness. Amen. And I want to say this here too. Man, i tell you what. I've got some notes, but that's, uh, I'm going to go with what God's going with. Amen. Let me tell you something. How many know that there's authority in the name of Jesus? You know what? I'm going to give you a couple of lessons in authority, okay? You think about that when, when, when a school bus is rolling up or, or we got a big traffic jam. you got one police officer who weighs about 210 pounds, maybe more, all right? And he's got a little badge and he goes, and everybody stops, amen? Why is that? Because it's the authority behind the badge, right? You with me? I know when my dad, my dad was a man of his word and he was just a regular guy, but, but if he told you something, he could cash the check. You know what I'm saying? If he told him, don't do that, because this is coming, he's going to cash, you're going to cash in. As well as, hey, I'm going to do that. I know in my, when my dad was looking, if he told me he was going to do something, something had to go really wrong for him not to be able to do it. And I really, sitting there, I can't even think of that, any of those things. All right? I'm just giving you some real life examples. So if a man can do that the best of his ability, how much more can God do it because he can't fail? Let's go back to that authority. There's authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. Speak the name of Jesus to your situation. Right? Speak the name of Jesus to your situation. I'm going to tell you what. When we look at that and we see who's on our side, what we've done, what we've received through what Christ has done, let me tell you, it's going to change our perspective in any way around. Anybody ever got a bad doctor report? Every now and then? You know what? I say, you know what? Thank you very much. But you know what God says? That, that all this is mine and His work. So Lord, I'm going to stand on your promise. And I'm going to thank you that you're still in the healing business. Amen? You know, what about those relationships that are all messed up or different things like that? God, you know what? Bring healing to that relationship. What about all these different things? God can bring healing. He can bring peace. He can bring all those things. Everything that we saw earlier about malice and anger and everything, He's got a remedy for that. You want to tell you a remedy? His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. I pray that you meet Him here today. I pray that you understand the authority that has been given to us, right? Anybody know what the Great Commission is, where it's found? Right? Matthew 28, 18, 19 in there. All authority has been given to me. That's what he says. And then he sends us out. And he says, I want you to go to make disciples, right? Of all nations. I'm going to be with you to the end of the earth. I'll give you a short version. I'm trying to make up some time. But I don't want to sidestep with God's way anymore. We have been sealed, empowered, and blessed. Overflowing. Help somebody realize that in your life today. But first, before you can do that, you've got to realize it in your life. You got to realize it in your life. So I want to hit you with this as we get ready to bring this to a close. You matter greatly. Your piece of the puzzle is just as important as mine, as hers, as his, or anything else. Because without that piece of the puzzle, you don't get the masterpiece. But if you allow your life to be in the master's hand, he will place you into that piece and that puzzle and make it a beautiful mosaic. Mosaic is like, it's like a puzzle. When you put it all together, it makes this huge picture. You know, as I look out here today and I see our family and friends out here, it's a beautiful picture. It's a picture of, it's a picture of the bride of Christ. Amen? Looking good. Don't worry about fixing your hair. Don't worry about cleaning up. Looking good. Because you know what? God gives us a glimpse. And this is what God sees when He looks in your life as a believer in Christ. He sees you perfect. 
He sees you without stain. He sees you without blemish. While they were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can somebody say amen to that? That's what I'm talking about. But you know what? Sometimes we're here and we go, well, yeah, but God didn't leave anything undone. Didn't we say it's a good thing to finish a job when you do it? It's finished. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you today that your grace is amazing. I thank you, Lord, for the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that we're a piece of the masterpiece that you have. But we want to be in the master's hand so that you plug us in in the right place at the right time. Father, I thank you for each one here. I know everybody's got different things that they're going through. But, Father, you know what it is. And so right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask you to bring healing. I ask you to bring clearness to our to our, our thoughts. Lord, I ask you to bring us wisdom on how to, to, to deal with our families and our jobs and, and our situation. Lord, I ask you to forgive us when we fall short. And Lord, empower us to be all that we can be. Be that light. If you're sitting here today, you say, well, that sounds real good, but I, 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 I just don't, I'm not sure. Well, let me, let me help you with that. Jesus says this. He says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father. And he says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So how do we marry those two together? By faith. If you're here today and you've never called on the name of Jesus, I pray today that you say, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. I know you're the son of God today, Lord. I'm trusting you for eternity. If that's you today, if that's your prayer, don't leave here without telling somebody, say, you know what? I prayed a prayer today. And I know by faith that God is my Savior. Jesus Christ is my Savior. If you're here today and you say, man, you just don't know what I've walked through or where I've been through. Yeah, that's true. But God does. And God hasn't left you. And he's willing to help you make a new start and a new page of life today. Father God, I thank you for new starts, new beginnings, for forgiveness, for love. And that love that passes all understanding, Lord, that you give us through your son, Jesus Christ, is available today. I pray everyone that hears this message, whether it's on the internet later, across the world later, wherever it is, in another country, maybe it's next week when you hear this on the internet. Let me tell you, if you're listening, this message is for you. God loves you right where you are. He loves you unconditionally. And the way we come to Him is through the precious shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Through the forgiveness of the sins that Jesus Christ purchased for us. Call on the name of Jesus today. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap.